And the challenge is even bigger when you're the one that wrote the other copies, which are marketing <laughs> copies. So they'd be like, I mean, but you're the one that wrote this one. Why are you writing this like this? I can't relate. Stop. And then, excuse me. The, 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 this one is meant for marketing purpose. Everybody reads it on the website. But this other one, if you are not using the app, you can't use it. Meaning I have to actually go straight to the point. What's up, guys? You're welcome to this episode of the Innovate Show. On this episode, I interview Abayomi Ahmed Tosin, who is a US writer at Telling Bank. I really find this episode very interesting because um, sometimes this year I was looking for a lot of thought leaders who were into the UX space. Although I find lot, like I found a lot of people, but one thing that was very distinctive about Ahmed was because I believe UX writing is not common here in this part of the world. So it's very interesting to find someone that is doing it. So I began to follow a lot of his content on Instagram as well as on LinkedIn and they were really, they were pretty amazing and like it began to reshape my thinking of what UX design is and I find that this is also going to be interesting to you guys because UX writing is something that a lot of people want to go into tech either as a developer or as a designer can learn from. So on this episode, we discuss what um, UX writing is, um, how, he started journey, how he started his journey in UX writing, some of the challenges that he had, and as you all know, as we do on the show, I get my guests to share like a particular piece of advice to young people. So let's jump straight into the conversation. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Um, I really want to appreciate that you are making out time to interview with me on my podcast. Um, I've been following you since the beginning of this year, first on LinkedIn and also on Instagram. And I really find your contact on UX really fascinating. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, so we're going to go straight into the show. Um, so to begin, um, for those who don't know who you are, can you please um, introduce yourself, um, your background, and what you're currently into? So, yeah, my name is Abayomi Ahmed. I am a UX designer, UX writer, and UI designer. Wow. Uh, and I work as a UX writer in uh, Sterling Bank. Uh, yeah. That's all I can say for now. Maybe as we proceed, you know, some other things will be revealed about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, one thing that really fascinates me about you is the fact that you are into UX writing. And I believe that UX writing is not something very popular. Um, so I just want to ask, what is UX writing? And how did you begin, how did you begin your journey in UX writing? Okay. So UX writing is basically... Um, the composition and creation of the composition, creation and design of the text parts of an application. For you to use technology, you, you, you need to read through that piece of technology, maybe the interface. For example, we are using a TV. I want to use a TV and I need to do some settings on my smart TV, for example. I need to read the instructions Okay, click right, uh, push up, and all sort of things, increase the volume and stuff like that. So for me to, either I'm designing an interface or a piece of technology that is a physical item, like a remote control, like a physical okay. remote control, I need to put text 
on that piece of technology so that my users will be able to use that technology seamlessly, reading instructions and understanding how to use it to achieve the goal it is meant to have done perform. Okay. So, so for uh, me to be able to compose that, uh, that idea of composing that text is called UX writing. Well, so UX writing is coming up with um, the words that users can interact with when they are using a particular product. It's perfect. Yeah. But um, I, I want to know, like, how did you start in UX writing? Because UX writing is not something popular. If you're going to go into UX, it's either you're going to do the UX part, which is user research, the whole UX, then sometimes we have UI designers as well. But not common, we find people that, okay, they do UX writing alone. So like, how did you start and what really made you go into that? I know you work at Stellenbach. I also want you to like share that process with us. Okay, so um, before now, I used to work in a digital agency in which what I did was digital marketing, which involves writing and executing digital strategies, which mostly involves writing. Either you're writing the strategy documents or you are writing down your ideas for a brainstorming session, or you're going actually to create the content for social media. Like what are we going to, as a brand, what are we going to put on social media? What are we going to write on our page on social media? What are we going to write in our campaigns in the newspaper and all sorts of things. So I wrote copies and I wrote wow. documents. Wow. So um, after that, before that time, and before that time I've been into a little bit of design before then. Okay. Like I design interfaces, but not professionally. Uh, not professionally, I mean like I've never worked in a, a, in a company that needs me to work as a designer. It's just on the side. Sometimes petty projects, uh, not big projects, sometimes just for fun. Mm -hmm. Then um, after the work at the agency, uh, Ring Gear, the digital marketing agency, I started designing and trying out design. Uh, with different design tools. So, uh, so I, I used to tell people, I came about the UX writing work as, uh, accidentally. In the sense wow. that someone, so I am a designer and I write, and I, I can say fairly, I write well. So when the job came in, I submitted my, someone interviewed me about the job and I submitted my CV. And from the interview and what the recruiter said, uh, they, they, they look forward to finding someone who has the design thinking sense who has a wow. design knowledge and also has a writing knowledge. Now they need that kind of person to be able to write uh, the UX of their product. And uh, one thing about, uh, one thing I would say about companies in Nigeria right now is that most of them don't even really perfectly get what a UX writer should do. So some of them mix it up with some other things that are not really UX writing, which is like <laughs> UX design. In the sense that before anything a designer does, anything a UI designer does before design, they give it to the UX writer. So you end up doing UX research. You are the one that will write the flow and all sorts of UX roles. You get, which is not strictly UX writing. This is writing the interface itself. Wow. Yeah, but it's, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a responsibility uh, that is very interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Um, I don't know if this is very common, but I understand that the marketplace is often looking for people that are multidisciplinary. So you must be able to do like a lot of things to be able to survive in that particular role. Okay, so um, the next question I'm going to ask is, 
And it's something that you talked about because it seems you transitioned from content writing, digital marketing strategies. I, I, I know sometimes like some people find it difficult to differentiate between UX writing and copywriting. And if you're dealing with UX writing, what are the numbers of words? Like, is there like a limit of words that you can use when writing for interfaces? Okay, thank you for the question. So uh, I would say, first distinction I would say is that it's UX writing or copywriting is about writing <clears throat> marketing copies. Meaning the goal of a, of, a, uh, of a copywriter is to sell a product. And okay. most times, either you're using the product or you want to, or you are not using the product, or maybe you will never even use the product in your life. A copywriter, you, a copywriter has to target everybody. Like you have to target everybody. And you are writing for marketing. Now for UX writing, you are not writing for everybody. You are writing for the people that want to use that software. So let me give you an example of what I'm saying. Okay. If I'm designing something for engineers, I'm dividing it in half that engineers need to use in an in a automobile company. I have to use the lingo of that, uh, of that uh, community, do you get? So that, so that the person using that tool, who is a professional, can be able to relate directly with that product. It must be technical. And that's why sometimes they call UX writers technical writers. It is wow. technical content you're writing. Wow. And also, when you're writing for, for UX, you're not writing for marketing. You're writing for usability. You want people to be able to use the product easily to achieve their goals. So can you see that the, there's a difference in, in the goal? The goal here is selling and it's to everybody in that target audience. The goal here is usability and it is only within the people that are going to use or encounter the product. And other thing in, in UX writing, we call it micro copy. Yeah. While in, uh, in um, content writing, or copywriting, they call it copies. Uh, why they call it microcopy in UX is because in, if, you're, if you're writing uh, something like, I am going to Ibado in copywriting, okay. UX writing wants you to write it in two words instead of five to 10 words. Because on an interface, there is limited space. So many UX writing uh, is distinct from a UX writer in terms of summarization of, their, of, their, um, of what they are writing. So if you're writing something in 10 lines in copywriting, you must be able to write it in one or two lines because the interface is limited and you must be able to pass the same message clearly or even more clearer than the guy writing 10. 10. <laughs> you get, so the work is a bit uh, more, uh, more on the, let's say, I, I don't want to say stressful, but you need to think deeper. You need to think deeper and really go into your research. And, yeah, oh. so, so that's a, a, uh, three differences I can point out for now. Okay. Um, in terms of challenges, um, when you were dealing with UX writing, what were some of the challenges that you faced? I know you've mentioned, you've made mention of some already. I'm sure that people can pinpoint, but what were some of the like, major challenges and how were you able to solve those challenges? Okay, so one major challenge which any designer uh, will face, and as a, oh, let me point it out, as a UX, as a UX writer, yeah. I, don't, I don't see myself writing micro copies. I see myself designing copies, designing content. Okay, so let me give it to you. In my job role right now, I also write content, like marketing content, because for the project I've worked on, I'm the one that wrote the, everything on the interface. In fact, anything you can see on that website, I wrote it. Either it is marketing or it is technical. Wow. <laughs> Do you get? 
Yeah. Wow. Except, okay, some things like, okay, maybe uh, the FAQ, the product owners will write that because they want to say it in their own language and stuff. But the marketing content and the UX content, I wrote it. Now, the challenge is this. When you're writing UX content, an average product person or project person or even developers don't understand the intricacies of what you are doing. They don't understand that you are talking to the user, not them. Let me give you an example. I'm designing, let me give you a very funny example now. <laughs> I'm designing and I'm not, I'm being, when I, okay, I'm, when I, if I'm designing a, pro, a product for mad men, mad people, like mad <laughs> people that do let it. I'm flowing. Now, now that is not, now, I'm just trying to use that example because yeah, we can't think like mad people. Yes. <laughs> you get, now I'm designing, now I'm this, I'm this technical writer that has been employed to write a message that these mad people in a mental home can understand. Yeah. Now the doctors don't really have to understand that thing. And they may not be able to relate, but the mad people must understand. Yeah. Now what I'm trying to say is that the users, uh, or I'm writing something for babies. The mother may not understand the instruction on that toy because I'm targeting the baby. For example, if I'm writing a rhyme on the toy, Maybe I want the baby to click it and I'm writing a, a, a nursery rhyme. The mother might not know that nursery rhyme, but the baby knows that nursery rhyme. Yeah. So I'm really interfacing with the baby and trying to be relatable. Now, the, the, pro, the, the, the challenge is that my, the people working with you sometimes do not understand why you are making decisions to write in this style. And the challenge is even bigger when you are the one that wrote the other copies, <laughs> which are marketing copies. So they'll be like, I'm, I mean, but you know that I wrote this one. Why are you writing this like this? I can't relate. Stop. I like, excuse me. The, 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 this one is meant for marketing purpose. Everybody reads it on the website. But this other one, if you are not using the app, you can't use it. Meaning I have to actually go straight to the point. On the website, I might not be, I might not be going straight to the point. Because you know when you're marketing, you can't go straight to the point when you're marketing. Yeah. You are not like Marketing, you have to caress people with your words. Find you the soft words. You have to, you soft words. You have to, but... When I'm writing interface, I write, click here. I don't need, I don't need to <laughs> caress you. Just get, you have to just click here. Because that's what you have to do to achieve that your goal right now. You get that kind of thing. So yeah. sometimes, and uh, for example, in, in, in UX writing, there are some places maybe you don't use punctuation. Okay. For example, I'm writing, now if you look at this, this stuff now, this, well, this interface we are looking at right now, I don't know if you're seeing the same interface like me. Definitely. Meeting, meeting topic interview call with Abayomi Ahmed Tosin. Did you, I'm sure you didn't see a full stop after that sentence. No full stop. Why? The reason is because when you are reading interfaces, most time, that part of your brain that points out full stop is not even working there because at that point, you just want to read and go straight to the point. You are not reading a book. Wow. And if you see UX writing, Google's UX writing style, they often miss out uh, full stops, in many situations, if you go to your Google account's homepage, like your Google account dashboard, you see that many of the things they write there, long sentences without full stops. It's wow. intentional. If Google is writing a book, they'll probably wow. put full stop in those things. Now, wow. so now, so your product owner can just tell you, why didn't you put full stop here? You put full stop here? I'm like, oh, this is content writing, and this is UX writing. Wow. Or maybe I use some words, uh, which are a bit maybe technical or relatable, like different kind of words. They'd be like, why are you using this word? So you have to like explain why you're using this thing. Meaning they don't even understand what you're doing. Because wow. as you said, it's a new role. If you've met a lot of US writers in your life, 
Maybe you won't even have asked this question because, oh, this guy has been doing the same thing and we've been hearing that explanation and we can really that it's, it's the same strategy. But you get this is the first UX writer. I can't say everybody in my team, nobody has made a UX writer before. In fact, it's strange for them. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, okay, I don't understand. <laughs> you get that kind of thing. So they try. Most developers have never worked you get. So that's the one challenge with it. Number two is that, as you said, there are not many UX writers in Nigeria. So when I want to learn my UX writing, I have to learn directly from the sources. I have to learn from Netflix. Wow. I have to learn from Zoom. I have to learn from Google. And nobody's going to break down why Google Concepts. made this decision. If I'm training someone in UX writing now, I can explain what I said about that full stop. But nobody did this explanation for me. I have to dig deeper. And even sometimes when I get explanations, maybe because I took a, 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 a course, I took a, a, a course or I read a book, you get there's no UX content writing out there on Instagram. As we can get, find other things like UX, uh, like UX design, UI design, product management, and all sorts of contents we see online. It's hard for you to find. So meaning I have to like, the learning curve is very steep and I have to just quick go fast because at my job, they don't want to hear that I, like, I don't have resources. Well, you get that kind of thing. So I need to learn. So that's another thing. There's, uh, there's uh, the, the availability of, of UX uh, writing resources are very low over here in Nigeria. So those are the two major challenges I can point out for you. Okay. So you didn't, you didn't speak on how you were able to manage some of those challenges because okay. I didn't want to talk about this, but I also know that as, even as a UI guy, if you, sometimes if you're interacting with your developers, you go through a lot of challenges, trying to explain concepts to them, trying to explain why this design is like this. Well, like how were you man able to manage those, um, those, those challenges? You can just make it very short. Okay. So basically I do a lot of fighting and explaining every day. <laughs> a lot of fighting and explaining. I explain a lot and I try to share resources. I share screenshots. Okay. I read an article that says this. This is how it is. Okay, then I show them Google stuff. I show them things on Zoom. I show them things on Atlassian. For example, if I'm trying to write an architecture of an app, okay, let's design the dashboard like this. Let the information be like, this is how the profile should be. They'll be like, why? So I go to Atlassian. <laughs> I log in into apps that I don't need to use, like Jira. I don't need to use Jira. <laughs> I log into those apps that I don't even need to use and try to show them that, okay, see why we did this here, how we did this here. So I have to do a lot of explaining. I have to uh, be listening to people because sometimes uh, the things they want to say, uh, even if you feel, oh, I'm the only UX writer here, you can see that there are many things you have to gain. So I even work with, for example, the financial analyst in my team. I work with her when I'm testing products. Wow. And there are many things I will even miss that she would see just because she has that analytic, analytical thinking and that eyes for, uh, eyes for uh, she has the eyes for seeing uh, very, uh, what do they call these things? Attention to detail, you get that yeah. kind of thing. Okay. So I try, I listen a lot and I try to get ideas from people and I explain a lot. And I, I fight a lot to our mention <laughs> because sometimes you have to put your foot down for the users like, hey, I'm the user advocate here. And life has to be user, life has to be easy for the user, even if it will be hard for you guys in the team. Because sometimes they want to make decisions that are like, let's just do it, let's just do it. Because they don't really get it, not because they want to do their job. Or you have to just put your foot down like, yeah, I understand the users. I've done a lot of research and this is what we must do. So, yeah. Okay. Um, thank you very much for that. And I believe that like, I've learned a lot from what you just said. 
like some of the things that I, di I didn't realize about using interfaces, I'm just realizing it now. And I can see that UX writing is very, very important for whatever product and business as usual. Okay, so um, we're already rounding out the show. Um, so for, I want to ask, how can someone assess resources? If someone wants to learn UX writing, because you talked about training, if somebody wants to assess UX writing, what are some of the resources you recommend? And how can someone also build a portfolio around UX writing? Okay, so uh, uh, one of the, for about, about, as I said, even abroad, as well as in Nigeria, just that it is tougher here in Nigeria, there's limited UX writing resources but there's one particular good one which i'm subscribed to their newsletter and i've taken some uh courses there ux okay. writing hub ux writing hub so you okay. can check ux writing hub then if you go to uh uh domestica okay the french Extra. platform the spanish platform yeah no, I don't know if it's Spanish or, but yeah, I think it's Spanish. Yeah, I think it's Spanish, Domestica. So you can get some UX writing courses there. Then also you can go to Career Foundry. If you go to Career Foundry, then you can also check UX Writers Collective. So some of these platforms, uh, for a start, uh, you, do, you might not really need to, then there's learnuxwriting.xyz. You might not really need to take the courses first. You can sign up to their newsletters. So you learn a lot from their newsletters. Just make sure you open every newsletter and read. Then also one of the best ways to learn UX writing is by being a sucker for apps. <laughs> you don't just use apps. I don't just use apps. Okay. Uh, even before I took up the UX writing job, which made it easy for me and which made me also get the job. I'm into writing and I'm into reading a lot. So when I'm using interfaces, I take note of every word, every process. So if I'm, if I'm, for example, if I sign up for Jira, for example, I can remember how I signed up, what were the texts written to guide me through the whole sign-up wow. process, what things I received in my email. So it's that, it's that there are things that catch my attention. So, so when I'm, for example, when I'm going on a billboard, I read every text on that billboard and everything. So they are, I am a sucker for words. So... Over your life, if you want to be a UX writer, maybe you're a UX designer before, or you're a product designer, or you're a developer, you must be into reading. Read instructions, read manuals, read documentation of apps, and also and try to be aware of the flow of an app. Okay, when I finished putting, on my, putting in my OTP, I was directed to a page before I was not directed to the dashboard and stuff like that, because as a UX writer, sometimes you might need to write out the flow of how an app should work. You might need to write documentations. You might need to write user stories. You might need to work with the testing team to explain processes to them. And so many other user experience roles you might need to take up. Yeah, so those are the resources I can advise people to use. That, that, that's really good. Um, so one thing I, I asked, um, this is going to be my final question so we can save up time. Um, one thing I ask my guest is that if there's one major advice that you can give to your younger self when you're starting out, what would that advice be? For everything I do, uh, for everything I do, I say start early. I'll give two advices because I think okay. it's very important for Nigerians to have this too. As an average millennial in such a country as Nigeria, Nigeria is a 
sorry to say, is a shitty country. I need to say that because uh, the, the leaders and uh, the media try sometimes to paint a, a, a good picture to you. See, it's worse than you see. Nigeria is a bad country. Nigeria is a very bad country. Serious, like nothing is really working. I like giving hope before now, but if I will tell <laughs> someone, I'll tell you, if you have the opportunity to run away from this country, if you have the opportunity to do it legally. So my yeah, let me now go to the, I, I, I think I've, seen, I've done a lot of advising in that, but let me, the first advice is start early. Anything you want to do, start early. The day you have that idea, don't wait till the coast is clear. Don't wait till you have a MacBook. Don't wait till you have a money to buy a course. Go to YouTube, there are free courses there, plenty. In fact, you can't exhaust the free courses on YouTube. You don't even need to pay at first. So start early, start early. Number two. Google is your friend. See, I've said this to a lot of people. Google, see, before you enter someone's inbox to ask questions about UX writing, about uh, UX design, because I get funny messages on LinkedIn and Instagram. Hey, please, I want to do UX writing. Please, what's even UX, what's even UX writing? Wow. I'm not talking about, you, you know, you, you, want to, you are interviewing me. I'm talking about people that yeah. read you on the left. They will just come, well, no, I think the first thing you should do is to go to Google and know what UX writing is. I'm, the basic information. Then when you get stuck, you come and meet someone for mentorship. Now, at that point, that person understands that you've done some searching yourself and the person will be willing. But you can't come and be asking me busy. My life is busy, like, just like everybody. <laughs> You're asking me what's UX writing. Seriously? Imagine I get a message, 20 messages in a day asking me what's UX writing. Wow. You get that kind of thing. So I think people need to make Google your friend. Google can make you 10 times smarter than you are right now. If you, before, you, before I ask someone a see before i ask you for your job if i know your name before i ask you for your job i will ask google because google has a link to your instagram google has a link to your yeah. linkedin google has a link to it so I, I make sure when i go to google you must find something about what you're looking for then if you get stuck you cannot go into deeper research by asking people or buying a book or something so first start early i want to be a ux designer start now don't wait till tomorrow you can also use this advice in entrepreneurship because for me, uh, yeah, I don't only really do UX writing. I also have a business on the side. Like I sell shirts. I sell t-shirts basically. Now, if I've started the time I I thought of that idea, maybe I would have been more successful than when like I'll be, I'll be successful. But yeah, but because I didn't start early, I was faffing. I was waiting. You get when you start early and you start at the time you have an idea. Trust me, great things are bound to happen. Yeah. So I th I, I, that's, that's very amazing. Um, it's very interesting for me. <laughs> I feel shocked. I, I feel like you're talking to me directly as well. And I believe also people that are listening to also feel the vibe as well. Um, so my final question, I said the, the actual question was the, the no, question no for this. No <laughs> okay, so my final question is how can people reach out to you and do you have like any training or mentorship programs that you're offering to people right now? Okay. Uh, right now, what I do is I, I don't do, I do, I don't have a, like a structured mentorship program. Like I already put out there. Okay. Like it's kind of bespoke. Like, so if you meet me and you tell me what you need to learn is either I propose something to you. I can decide to propose to someone that will mentor them for 50,000 naira. And it's going to okay. take a month. That's two, let's say one week, like a weekend every, that, uh, for that month. Like that's four weekends for 50K. I can tell another person 20K. I can tell another person 1 million. <laughs> it depends on my, my mood, uh, my finances, 
how much you need that knowledge, your industry you want to use the knowledge to. For example, if a CEO comes to meet me and he says he wants to learn about UX writing because he wants to have a UX design agency, I'm going to charge him a lot because I know the value I'm giving him is going to use it to make a lot of money and stuff like that. So people can reach out to me to ask. Then I'll offer you something. Then we can negotiate and talk. For now, I don't have a course yet. I'm planning to write a book about UX design in which like 70% of that book will be about UX writing. I won't want that book to be about UX writing fully because people don't even know it. So when they are reading the UX design book, uh, you yeah. start to learn that UX writing is important. Do you get that kind of thing? But if you say UX writing book now, I can tell you many people will not even care about it because they don't even know what it is. And I can tell you a lot of UX designers need UX writing. They'll be more successful if they have that skill. And they can even ask for more pay. They can get, earn more if they have that skill. So I'm planning to write a book. But for now, people can reach out to me on my LinkedIn, Abayomi Ahmed Tosin. Just search for it. <laughs> or you can reach out to me on Instagram at Tosin.Abayomi on Instagram. Follow me. There are a lot of nice content on my page. You can read. There's, there's, def there's definitely like, like a lot of nice content. Me. And let me say one thing. Some people will inbox me and they say, oh, they didn't, get they didn't get any response for this. It happens because if you, are not, uh, if you are not following me and I'm not following you before, your message will probably go to message requests, which yeah. the way they design Instagram is not easily accessed. Like, I don't notice it every time. It's only after some time I say, oh, I have eight message requests and I go and check them. And yeah, so that that's just so message I, me. I'm sure I'll, I'll reply you one day. <laughs> but I believe I believe that people can can connect um, at first. Yeah, LinkedIn. Build a yeah. relationship with you yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you very much for taking out at least that's one minute of your time. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you for making our time. I know you are going to be very busy. Um, it's really I really feel honored for you making our time. So thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you for uh, inviting me. I, I, it's a pleasure for me. And I, I'm happy. I'm glad to be able to share my experiences, my journey, and the little I know. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. So there you have it. I do hope you enjoyed this episode and stay tuned for the next one. Remember, the goal of the show is to empower you to tech and help you stay relevant in it. We're definitely going to continue the conversation on our Instagram page at The Innovate Show. So you can follow up there. Please do leave a review for the show and make sure to share to everyone. For more information on how you can participate on the show, send an email to innovateshow at gmail.com. Thanks once more for listening. And remember, education is the path to a sustainable life.